it just, are we just in the middle of the week? Yeah. Good I mean, Lord. It's kind of cold out, too, I mean, yeah. for this. And, although, you know what? I will take it. I will take this over some of the crazy temperatures we had over right. Memorial Day. So. My weather prediction is that this summer will be unseasonably cool because of all the volcanoes erupting. Okay. Isn't that what happened last time we had, like, major eruptions going in the world? I did, yeah. did the volcanoes that made the rest of the world cooler? Yeah, because the, the ash and stuff in the air blocks out the sun. Black yeah. hole sun. <laughs> yeah. And then it'll be up to Jake Gyllenhaal to save us from that. It's always, although I feel good. Like, I feel safe in Jake Gyllenhaal's hands, so I, I, I think you, he could totally. I bet you would. <laughs> he could totally save us. Now, Joe, you seem like a pageant girl. Oh, I am. I'm a total. I grew up in the pageant world. Um, <laughs> yes. John you learned Benet to put and I, Vaseline on the teeth right. so you can smile for hours. Yes. I, my mom was a total pageant mom. <laughs> I was oh, was she always on your back about uh, always posture? Dieting, I had to go school. Yeah, it was just <laughs> lipstick was always off. It was terrible. Oh man, I legitimately, as a little girl, loved watching pageants on TV, hmm. and I would always try and pick the winner like right at the beginning of the night, and then follow it all the way through to see if I could figure out who was going to be number one. And I usually came pretty close. Wow. But for me, it would like when I was little, I liked the evening gown competition because it was Ooh. so glamorous it was like princesses on stage yeah and and all of the inherent uh problems with pageants <laughs> perhaps the sexism right. or the fact that they're just like walking well, out a bunch of uh, some meat. animals at the state fair like which right. one is our prize pig <laughs> all you're missing is a spider that it spins just, exactly. descriptions in the corner some pig <laughs> uh just went straight over my little girl head all right. i was like look they have pretty hair and pretty gowns right. and it just didn't even phase me but obviously uh, we've been evolving. Right, supposedly. As a, as a country. Supposedly. And uh, all the, the Me Too and the feminist mm -hmm. movement. And Bono and U2. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that movement. And the edge. And it has landed smack dab in the middle mm -hmm. of the Miss America. It's crazy. There she is. I have Miss always, uh, you know what, the beauty pageants really have just never done anything because they were just too long to sit through. Oh, it does take forever. My, my sister and my mom loved them. Especially when they figured out who Miss Universe would be, because they'd always be rooting for Miss Philippines. <laughs> and uh, she'd always look like a cousin, and I'd be like, ah, oh, gross. <laughs> You're like, I can't be hot for you. But why? They never had the, the natural sequel to the evening gown competition, and that would have been the Walk of Shame competition, <laughs> where you have the same evening gown as kind of disheveled. You know, she tiptoes out of the door. Do room. you carry your heels or yes. do you still try and walk in your heels? Mm -hmm. I learned that lesson the hard See, way. Uber could sponsor it now because there's <laughs> Uber and Lyft will eliminate the walk of shame from no, our vernacular. I would love if the if the contestants in Miss America had to fight to see like who could get to the cab first <laughs> to get home. Right. Or like steal somebody right. else's Uber. Make this more of like a a physical yeah. competition. American than Ninja just... Warrior meets the beauty <laughs> yeah. pageant. I'm on North campus you have to take me I'm the farthest <laughs> but yeah the big announcement came out yesterday that they are changing the Miss America pageant in right. several ways the one that most people are uh, honing in on is the fact that they are dropping the swimsuit competition hmm. no more of this 
If you mm. want to see hot chicks in bikinis, you can look at, oh, I don't know, the thousands upon thousands of sites on the Internet where you right. can see hot chicks in bikinis. Or see hot don't... chicks out of bikinis or right. hot chicks naked with a piece of cake. Yeah. You don't have, no. to, sit, you don't have to sit through a cheese ball competition right. where they're answering questions about current events and then playing the flute and juggling at the same time <laughs> at a certain point in the evening. My, my favorite, I mean, seriously, the, I think this is the least demeaning part of most beauty pageants. The, the, the swimsuit yeah. Yes, the, the most demeaning thing? part of the of beauty pageants is where they introduce them at the beginning of the show, oh. and they're dressed up like a product from their <laughs> state. Hi, I'm from Michigan. I'm dressed up like a brake caliper. <laughs> it's like, come on, really? I'm a Coney yeah. dog, and I love my state. Yes. So yeah, I forgot about the guys. So that is I'm so, when I see that part, I'm mortified for the contestant. <laughs> I'm from West Virginia. I'm dressed in coal. <laughs> I'm black lung disease. It's like, jeez. I'm from Florida. I'm just a psycho. Come on. That now, I, now I kind of want to go down the YouTube rabbit hole of that right. and just watching con contestants terrible. <laughs> beginning introductions. Because here's the thing is that if you, you know, because these women that compete, they really do. They are equipped oh, with. Oh, God, they work so hard. With poison. In a radio station where I used to work every year, Miss America would come in. Oh, sure, yeah. After the pageant and say hi to everyone. And Miss Michigan, I'm yes. sure, came to say hi and not just when you're hanging out by yourself in the bedroom. Wow, very well. You took my own joke away from me. <laughs> Joke stealer, <laughs> joke stealer. Sorry. So uh, you know they would, and they were really just very confident women, and they yeah. really deserved the titles. But I'm serious about that whole part in the beginning. Oh my god, like I forgot about that. Wearing heels, and you know, I'm I'm dressed up like an right, orange. Exactly. You know. I, uh, because I was only thinking about how ridiculous, they've been showing, you know, lots of Miss America clips, obviously, mm -hmm. over the past day because of the news story, and they keep showing these clips from the talent portion, and these girls, I mean, they're, they're doing ventriloquist acts, I mean, they're yeah. singing opera, they're tap dancing, they're doing, and I mean, they go full out, yeah. So I don't, I'm assuming they're going to keep that, I'm assuming they're going to keep the, interview portion of mm. Miss America. They are dropping swimsuit. And also for evening competition, evening gown competition, um, they're not going to force you to wear an evening gown. You can wear whatever you want. So, sack. right. You want to come out sweatpants, messy bun? Yeah. That's your choice, girl. That's your choice. Because mm. Gretchen Carlson is the chairwoman of the uh, Miss America Board of Directors. Mm. And she said they're going to be inclusive to women of all sizes. Bull. And they are no longer going to judge contestants on their outward physical appearance. That is such a, no, it's not going to happen. And are I, you kidding me? I, I, you know, I'm gonna then it's a different thing entirely. Right. It's not the Miss America pageant anymore. I'm, I'm going to have one of my rare moments where I sound a little jaded. Oh, okay. what, so rare. One of those rare moments. It usually happens during the episodes of the Dukes of Hazard where they jump the orange car over something. <laughs> now... With social media, anybody that comes out, no matter how beautiful she is, if she doesn't fit standards of adolescent trolls, she will be shamed on social media. Yeah. That's just the way it's going to be. Yeah. I mean, look at what's her name from Star Wars. Oh, my God. You know, yes. It's, no. It's terrible. It's, uh, we're going to get to that. But yeah, one, one actress from uh, Star Wars was getting so much harassment. She's like, I give up. Right. <laughs> I'm out. Right. I'm not going to be on social media anymore right. because I just, I can't. Have people calling me horrifying things every yeah, single I, day I, I of my life. Yeah, I don't blame her. Yeah, and uh, you know, back to Miss America. I, 
as long as they get rid of the written test, we have to sit in front of the TV and watch him with a number two pencil filling out the circles. Terrible. I don't know. I, I have no idea what the viewership is for the Miss America pageant now or has been. I'm assuming that most beauty pageant uh, viewership has gone down mm -hmm. in the last, say, like 10 years or so. Right. And so I don't know if this is actually going to work to increase it or if they're just going to stop televising it and they're just going to make it this completely different Right. Charity slash scholarship thing. I don't know what's going to happen, but changes we'll are coming. Uh, absolutely. Now, change already happened when they said, you know what, Roseanne, we're not going to hang with you anymore because uh, you like to tweet racist things. Right. So we're just going to shut down your show immediately. And then Roseanne said, I was just praying. <laughs> That's what I was doing. I was praying. Stop. But then there were rumors about, well, what are they going to do? Are they going to take the actors from the show and give them a different show? Are they going to try and kind of keep it like Roseanne, but then change the last name of the family because she owns the property mm -hmm. and all this sort of stuff? Well, apparently, we could find out as early as this week. And it's Wednesday, so you've got... Yeah. Two more days to go. <laughs> and you know what? And what ABC is doing here, I think, is just like they know that they have a huge viewership and they just don't want to hand it away. That's got to right. be it. And I think what they We're should do. We're keeping everybody except for you. Yes. They, what they should do is um, change the name of the show to Roxanne and have Stephen Martin <laughs> with the big prosthetic nose yes. on, right? I would watch that. Yes. I love that movie. Where, where he basically is playing Roxanne. Or Roseanne, yes. but as the guy from Rocks, you know what I mean. I got you. I'm with you. I was there the whole Thank time. You. But yeah, Ooh. I thought that it was just sort of like a like a dream mm -hmm. that they were having that, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to keep all these people employed. They're going to be just fine. Don't you worry. But ABC has been meeting with producers. The Roseanne crew members have been turning down, uh, you know, jobs elsewhere because oh, they think wow. they're still going to be employed here doing something. Well, we don't there's know. contracts, I'm guessing, in play, too. Yes. Like, do we write the check or just make a show? Let's make a show. Right. Who knows? Um, last week, when John Goodman was asked about them doing some sort of a spinoff or reboot of the reboot mm. or whatever, he's like, well, you guys know more than I do because I haven't even heard as much as you have about them trying to figure out a way to keep the show. Right. Well, here's the thing. If, if this were the 70s, what would happen is Roseanne would die. <laughs> they'd, they'd kill her off, okay? Okay. They'd kill her off in the pilot. Yeah. And the Connor family would end up somehow in the Federal Witness Protection Program. Oh, right? that's a fun twist. So they'd have to change their names. Yes. But then they'd have to move. And just like in the 70s, they would move next door to another TV family <laughs> and live in the same universe. Kind of like how um, the Golden Girls, that, uh, that one show with Richard Mulligan and Christy McNichols. Oh, yes. Empty Nest. Empty Nest took place down the street from the Golden Girls, right? Same universe. Or, yeah, like um, Archie Bunker. Or no, no. Um, was it Maude and Archie Bunker were in the same? Or the Jeffersons. The Jeffersons were sure. in the same universe as Archie Bunker. Okay. Or, so what you could do is have the Connors change their names and their identities and move in next to the family from Blackish. Okay. And call the show Whitish, right? <laughs> and so it's a compare and contrast exercise. I like it. You like it? I do. Okay, let's write a treatment. Boom. Done. Every day, ideas on this yes, show. I'm just, telling uh, you what. We got a forecast, Ooh. and it's for brainstorms. Whoa, <laughs> I give you a halfy on that one. Uh, just take notes. Take notes every day coming up with great ideas. Now, there was one guy who had an idea that he's going to see if he can actually bring it to fruition, and that is the CEO of Starbucks. Yes, I would like a venti democracy, please. <laughs> and spell my name right, you bastard. He has stepped down. 
not because he's in trouble, but because he's thinking, maybe I'll run for president. I think he should. I don't know. Starbucks is having a bit of a rough go with all the racial insensitivity and the training what, that what, they had to what? do. A, it's the, like learning to be a soldier in the trenches. Yeah. Right? And that you so, can't use my yeah, bathroom yeah. unless you paid for something. Right. Like, I don't know. Yes. I mean, if if he runs for president and it's kind of like when someone would run for student council or student body mm -hmm. president and they'd be like, we're going to have vending machines and pizza on Fridays. If, right. he, if he was like, hey, if I yeah. become president, coffee for all my friends. Yeah, team high school football rules. <laughs> yes, exactly. But I, I, you know, I think this could work because you could have the CEO from Tivana be the VP. Oh, okay. So you could have cake pop day at the White House. I love it. Can, can you see you have an app and you can, you can order up policy and, and leadership <laughs> just from your app on your phone and it's waiting for you? Oh my God! See? Amazing! Our country would smell yes, delicious. Absolutely. I we'll see if it happens. He's mm. definitely looking into it and uh, and seeing if this is something that he can pull off. I think if he runs, he said he would be a Democrat. So I don't know if yeah. he, what's going to happen. Maybe Juan Valdez could be like the <laughs> ambassador to Colombia. One can only yeah, hope. I'm just saying. I uh, am a person who hated the Transformers movies. I I'm just going to tell you this them. right now. I couldn't stand them. Even though they were partially shot in Detroit sometimes because mm -hmm. Michael Bay did like to shoot things in Detroit. And that is his only redeeming quality because other than that, I'd like to right. make Michael Bay take a long walk it's off a short pier. Okay, here's the scene where we have the robots fighting the train station. Yes. You know, not even a long shot going up Megan Fox's body, leaning over a car, mm -hmm. did it for me. Because I just couldn't do it. I mean, any day of the week, the animated Transformers yes! that was on Channel 50 after school is the Transformers for me. Totally. If for one thing, they sang You Got the Touch in the Transformers movie. Made popular in Boogie Nights at the end. It was Marky Mark that sang it. And Marky Mark ended up in Transformers. See how easy this universe could be? Full circle. Yes. As a kid, I loved the Transformers cartoon. And then the movies came out. Mm -hmm. And first of all, you had Shia LaBeouf. That's mistake number one. Mm -hmm. Second of all, you were directed by Michael Bay. That's mistake number two. Third of all, you had a stupid-ass script. That's mistake yeah. number three. Instead of Shia LaBeouf, they should have had the band LaBouche in there. <laughs> Be, my it, lover. <laughs> Be my lover. Be That could have been it. Unfortunately, <sighs> because they were uh, special effects bonanza, spectacular, these, money, these movies made crazy money. Right. So he kept getting to make more and more and more and more. And finally... There's going to be a Transformers-ish movie where Michael Bay is not involved. From the producers of Solo, because you didn't need to see a prequel, <laughs> but we're giving you one anyway. Exactly. We get a spin-off movie just about Bumblebee. And here's what I actually like about this. Because hmm. in the cartoons, Bumblebee was actually a Volkswagen bug. Yeah. And he was kind of like, you know, the mellow, he was like the innocent Transformer and... You know, when they made him into a Camaro, he, I love Camaros, but he kind of douched out when he a little bit. A yeah, they yeah, he totally did. He yeah. broed out. Yeah, he told he had like you know he was rolling on spinners. <laughs> I, I mean, wouldn't you? You know, yeah, exactly. It, He's got to go back to his Herbie the Love Bug, Lindsay yeah, Lohan days, and absolutely. be the actual Bumblebee that we remember. So yes, there is a new movie coming out. We have the trailer. You can decide for yourself if you think this Michael Bayless direction is a better one to go in.
Who are you? Do you speak? I won't hurt you. people out there who need you. This is why you're here, B. You know, B, music can help you say what you're feeling. Try this. I'm morbidly curious. I don't so it seems like, you know, I since they're know. recycling storylines, this yeah. is basically E.T. With robots? With number Johnny Five. Yes, it's totally Willy. Johnny Five is alive. Yeah, it's like, it's this, <laughs> that's that formula. It's like a girl and her dog. Yeah. Yeah. But Bumblebee seems more chill. He's like Humblebee. Humblebee. Yeah. I don't know. And John Cena is a bad guy. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what you think about that. Now, we did tell you a story about a young lady who found a way to take a celebrity to prom with her. Mm -hmm. And now that celebrity has returned the favor. And we will give you all the details when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hey, you guys, it's Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Guess what? The only thing we can get down here in the sewer is Geektainment Weekly on new radio media. Turtle power! Guys, wait up. Hold on, Daddy said hold on. You know, I was thinking, Bill. Yeah. I'm ready for our show, and, and you're ready for mm -hmm. the show, but how do we let everyone know that we're ready for the show? Uh, slow motion rap video? At Murray's Park City, we're known for offering customer service you won't get in any chain store or online. But don't take it from me, just listen to what our customers have to say. The employees at Murray's are knowledgeable, courteous. They make you feel like you're at home. Pick up a can of Seafoam Fuel System Treatment for only $6.99 or a 5-quart container of Mobile One Motor Oil for just $28.95. 
Murray's Park City and Pontiac Trail at Maple Road in Walled Lake. We've got the parts you need when you need them. Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly, all for free. Do it now. Stay connected. When they finally stripped you of the handbags and the glad rags that your granddad had to Welcome back to Pop That Culture. I am Sarah. And I'm you Joe. are. And we're both on Facebook as Pop That Culture Detroit. See how simple that is? Ebony and I. And when you subscribe to our page, we'll send you nothing but chain letters. When, oh. and, and chain smokers. If you don't pass it on, then your wish is not going right. to come true. And Send it to five of your friends or you're dead! Yeah. Now, you remember that we talked about this young lady named Allison. Yes. And Allison is a uh, high schooler who had a difficult time finding a date to prom. Right. And she's like, you know what? Boys in real life are gross and a pain mm -hmm. in the ass. Yes. I am going to take a cardboard cutout of American treasure actor Danny DeVito to prom. Right by pulling it around on a little scooter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and my classmates are gonna love it. And so of course all the pictures went completely viral and everybody thought it was hysterical. And Danny DeVito did find out about it. So he thought, hmm. I will return the favor, make a cardboard cutout of Allison at prom in her little prom dress <laughs> and take it with me while we're shooting an episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia <laughs> and take this cardboard cutout to Patty's Pub. And so, I mean, she's, you know, underage and she probably shouldn't be in a bar, but as long as right. it's only the cardboard cutout version of a teen he's taking right. with him. Well, I think the age barriers were broken with her taking his cutout to prom. That's true. She and took so, a 73-year-old yeah. man to prom. Yes. So. And, mm -hmm. they, you know, I, we don't know if they ended up getting a room together or if they had a limo, but hopefully she was back by midnight. Yeah. Oh, he was very... Cardboard DeVito is very respectful. Mm, right. real, real life DeVito, as I understand it, might be a little handsy, but right. cardboard DeVito is totally fine. Yeah, just ask cardboard Rio Perlman. <laughs> she would be able to tell you very easily. Exactly. So I love it. And uh, Allison ended up seeing this picture, which was tweeted out by his castmates on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. And she tweeted, I am shooketh. Like she freaked out that he made a cardboard <laughs> cut out of her and actually took it onto the set of the show. I, so. My prediction is that Allison will show up as an extra or have a very minor cool. speaking role on the show. I That's like it. That's my prediction. I'm, I think they'll be fast friends. Yeah, not, I, think, I feel like they already are. But not too fast or too furious. Mm. But I think that this will turn into a kind of a running gag on the show. I like it. That's what I would like to see. I like it very much. Um, yesterday, we got to some crappy headlines. I mean, there's always crappy and sad right. news every single day. Um, but a lot of people were bummed out to find out that accessories and handbag designer extraordinaire Kate Spade um, died, and it appears that she took her own life. Right, with her husband in the home. Yes. And what makes this, you know, obviously Kate Spade, if, if you're a woman or you have a girlfriend that mm -hmm. likes handbags, those were the it bags, yeah. especially... To, to get as a gift because mm -hmm. they were just really well designed, really well made. They were, it was good product and yeah. I totally got it. I have a few myself. But, <laughs> um, 
what I didn't realize, and I, I feel so... Oh, yeah. I had no idea that the spade is that spade, i.e. David Spade. Correct. Her husband is his brother. Is the brother of David Spade. Yeah. Yeah. He did speak out, David Spade, yesterday and said she was sharp and quick on her feet. She could make me laugh so hard. I still can't believe it. It's a rough world out there, people. Try and hang on. But yeah, she was part of that Spade family. Mm -hmm. And uh, she came... She became really famous and big in the 90s. Mm -hmm. I think within the last 10 years, she sort of stepped away from the company. Right. And I want to say Coach took it over. No, she sold the company to Liz Claiborne. Okay. And then uh, she came back with a new accessories line with a different partner under a different name. And that's where she was last doing it. And Look yes, at you with your I, accessories I, knowledge. I, I, I have a weird knowledge show. of this world, and I don't know why. <laughs> this uh, is so exciting. I want right. to take you shopping. Joe knows what's up. Considering that my wife is not one of those purse wives. She's right. just like, she's got like a, you know, it's a burlap thingy. Whatever, you know, utilitarian. You know, very utilitarian. Practical. You know, I think it might have a zipper. Who knows? And then you're over you here know. like, hey, let's yeah, look, look at, at these <laughs> bags. They look pretty good. I think they'll go with your shoes, baby. <laughs> yeah. I see you as a man who possibly may have like bought some... Uh, Kate Spade bags that you saw on sale and then resold them online? Has that ever actually, happened? Actually, I have. I knew yeah. it! I actually have. I when, uh, knew it! Who was it when they went out of business? Uh, was it Jacobson's? They went out of business, yeah. I think it was Jacobson's. I walked in and I literally spent a few grand on the remaining Kate Spade inventory wow. and flipped it. So, but You, you it, are a master. And you know, this girlfriend, the girlfriend that I had at the time was a total Kate Spade. You know which girlfriend oh, I'm talking I know. about. Oh, yes. I know. Yes. Yes. No, I can yeah. see it. Totally. So you made a profit and you were also able to keep yeah. your lady I'll happy. I'll tell you what, when I pay off the, when I hit my break-even point, you can have one for your own, baby. Mm. So. You are a fun sugar daddy. Oh, I am. I Good am, to I'm know. I'm more like a stevia daddy. Okay. You get the sugar, you can taste it for a little bit, but it's really yeah. not bad But for your you. own blood sugar will oh. spike for that oh, one. Yeah. Mm. Sexy. Hot. Um, not sexy. Not hot to be um, an MSU alum right now. Like it's, I, I feel bad. I feel bad that I feel bad that I actually am a little weird if I'm wearing a Michigan State hat or a sweatshirt because woo, there's been a lot well, about things connected to that university. Well, First at least of all, you didn't go to Penn State, okay? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. This is pretty, I mean, you know, the whole gymnastics scandal and the whole Larry Nassar thing, that's a... That's, but, a, you know, that's a rough go in the headlines. I, you know, I have my sister went to Michigan State. I yeah. have so many friends that went to. I almost went to Michigan State. Different story for the bar, but I, um, I, you know, it makes you wonder as an outsider, like, right. what's going on in East Lansing? I, I, Are the waters of the Grand River tainted with something? Are they piped in from Flint? What's going on? No, oh, don't bring Flint into this. <laughs> Poor Flint and their water crisis. No, I, uh, I loved my time at Michigan State. I had a great mm. time. They have a great uh, journalism and communications department, and, and they were fan-freaking-tastic. Mm. So, so what, was, what were you, uh, an Acres girl or a, a Wilson girl? What, what, what dorm did you live uh, in? Shaw Hall. Shaw? Oh, I've been to Shaw. Yeah. What's yes. up? You could, you could wrap yourself around. Oh, that would be Shaw. So oh. warm. So comforting. Mm. Um, unfortunately, now we have another bad MSU headline, and it is that an MSU health physicist was arrested for... Bestiality. Now, how do you approach this and be tactful? It's really difficult to. Well, they said it didn't happen on campus and it wasn't a university-connected animal because, unfortunately, 
because it's also a very agricultural school, my first thought went to cow or horse. Right, because they have that cow, if you go to the open house where they pull the little plug out of the side, and you can see inside its the, stomachs. Yes. But not that. No. Because that would be too convenient. This would, well, I think this was unfortunately too convenient for him. It was his own dog, a beagle dog oh. that he had. I know, I know. Not a little beagle. I know, look at this face. That's so a basset sad. hound. That's a basset, oh, I have the wrong dog? Oh. Wrong breed. Wrong breed. The AKC is going to boycott the show. Well, this dog is sad for the other dog. Yeah, he's sad because hush puppies aren't as popular <laughs> as they used to be. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was a basset hound. I said, I oh. said Beagle. It was a okay. basset hound. This is the correct dog, and he should be sad yeah. because no one should touch a dog like that. No. What I don't understand is they said that they have a lot of evidence, and if he gets convicted, it'll be 15 years. Oh, my God. Who busted him? Like, how did any, who, how did they find out that he wasn't just feeding mm. him kibbles and bits and that, like, there were actually other things yeah. going on with this peanut dog? Peanut butter. I'm guessing peanut butter. That's a giveaway. I, this is, this is really, really sad to me. It's so and sad. I mean, the only I, slight bright spot is that this dog was immediately removed from the home. Yeah. And they checked him all out and they made sure that he was basically okay and he's been adopted by a loving Angela family <laughs> yes I, I here's the thing i my bet is because this always happens when they dig deeper it will he was discovered because he took pictures and he posted them somewhere or texted oh, them to someone oh. because he just felt really randy one day oh. and he had to share that's what my guess is i i could be totally wrong no yeah i mean because Unless they somehow like had security footage of cameras that he had inside his own house and mm -hmm. they could bust him. I don't know. Now, there was another dirty, naughty story, and this one took place in Florida because, of course, it took place in Florida, right. where at least this was between two consenting adults. Right. There was a uh, teacher who got busted for having sex with her coworker uh, in the classroom before school started, and the principal just happened to be walking around doing yeah. some rounds, and he was like, What's that I hear? And then he walked in the room, and then they're in the middle oh, of it. Yeah. And he's like, tap out. You're done. This yeah. is not happening. My turn. No. <laughs> no. And so the woman, you know, in huge trouble, could lose her, you know, teaching certificate, teaching license. And um, the, she was so unclear as to why she was in trouble because she said, I'm not doing it on school time, and I'm not getting paid. So why am I in trouble for having sex with somebody in the classroom. Mr. Hand. You're right. I, I get it. You get I, what? But it's a school. You know what I mean? Well, it's no like, kidding. It's a, it's, it's owned, if it, unless it's a private school, this is like state property, it's, isn't yeah. it? Right? And also, you as a principal should not have to like black light the desks to make sure no. that it's okay for Ugh. students to be sitting there. But this guy, this other teacher was like a first year teacher and apparently he had been sending texts to a number of his coworkers that were naughty and mm. asking for sexy, sexy time or to make out with him. And he just cast a wide net and finally found a taker. Right. And security footage did catch these two See? many, many days before school starts. Right. Getting it out. This is a story problem. Is if it? you're a horny male teacher and you send out X amount of texts uh -huh. to the X amount of female teachers in the school, what is the probability of you getting a little something, something? Right? Probably statistical analysis. You can throw an algorithm in there. So really, but he should be getting right. a, a raise. Right. He should. This is a new way. This is the new math. Yes. This is a common core. Or hardcore. Who knows? Who knows? 
All right, coming up, when we get back, we talked a little bit about it at the start of the show, but we're going to get into the problem with social media and Star Wars and horrible people, mm. and we'll let you know all about it when we get back on Pop That Culture. Hi, I'm Andy. And I'm David. Join us for fun and adventure on our new show, Podquesters, where we fight through imaginary battles and pray to the dice gods for good rolls. Yes, it's an epic sleeping adventure. We try to fulfill our destinies without driving the Dungeon Master crazy. I thought that was the point. Anyways, check us out here on NewRadioMedia.com, Fridays, Podquesters. See you there. Advertising your business these days can be challenging. Traditional radio and TV ads are expensive and, frankly, a bit of a crapshoot. Not to mention, the audience for over-the-air material is shrinking as more and more of us demand to see and hear what we want, when we want. Advertising on new radio media is a solution. With our live streaming programs that are also available on demand, your message is always ready when your customers are ready to watch and listen, all for a fraction of what you'd likely have been paying for other ads. NewRadioMedia.com. Call Buzz Van Houten at 248-939-9999 for more information. A study from Johns Hopkins researchers indicates a high-fat diet may lead to the development of new nerve cells in your brain that influence how much you eat. But it's also been known for decades that the brain continues to form new nerve cells well into adulthood. So for now, it appears the process occurs not only in the parts of your brain associated with memory and a sense of smell, but also in the ones that control your various body functions, including hunger and thirst. One researcher believes that your brain functions this way as part of your body's survival mechanism. When food is abundant, it generates cells that will make you eat more and make you store excess calories as fat for use when food is not readily available. But the problem with humans, particularly those in developed countries, is that food is almost always readily available. So the more you eat, the more fat you store, and the greater becomes your appetite. With another prescription for your health, I'm Dr. Jim Bragman. Welcome back to Pop That Culture and Fatness. Hmm. Not with a PH. No, with an F hmm. is uh, the subject of a lawsuit. And someone who actually wants to keep the fatness in the family, so mm -hmm. to speak, yes. kind of. They're not sharing the fat. They're, they're, not, they're right. not going to invite people over to chew the fat, as it were. <laughs> exactly. Um, well, okay, so you're not a cyclist. And Correct. I'm, not, I just, I'm just saying that as a matter of fact. So right. In the cycle world, one of the hottest products right now is called mm -hmm. a fat bike. And a fat bike is a regular mountain bike, mm -hmm. but the tires are, they're 26 inches they're in fat diameter. Fat tired bikes. And they're twice as wide. So much like Queen's Fat Bottom Girls, <laughs> uh, there are fat tired bikes. Yes. And they're supposed to ride over everything. You can ride them in the snow. and So people come up with creative names for the fat bikes. So I have a fat bike and it's called like a Bluto. You know, okay. it's like it's they're named with like beefy names, and <laughs> the, just a matter of time before somebody got a little too cheeky. Oh, and well. after after they had the whole Lance Armstrong thing go south, they said, "Who else can we piss off?" <laughs> so Trek, mm -hmm. the famous bike company, correct, named a mountain bike a fat bike after Chris Farley, mm. famously known for his comedy hmm. and his fatness. And he used his fatness 
in his comedy. The two yes. things were tied together. Intimately. And so his family is saying because his fat funniness is basically part of his estate, mm. you cannot cash in on the fat comedy and his name without right. going through the proper channels and us. You mm -hmm. can't just take the Chris Farley fatness for yourself. Right. And so they are suing Trek because they named their fat tired bikes Farley right. for $10 million. Right, and I, I think it's in bad taste. I you know, to use the name? Yeah, considering, how number one, how we lost Chris Farley. Yeah. He is a very tragic, he was funny as hell. Yeah. Very tragic figure, and they're naming a product after him. You know, it's kind of like, it's like making a car and it's like the new DeLorean and you drive it down the road and the white line in the middle of the road disappears as you're driving, right? But there are other celebrities and people who have passed away that have had things named for them. But uh, this is kind of derogatory, wouldn't you think? But it's what he made his brand on. It wasn't like he thought that he, he was all svelte and then now people are like, no, you are fat. So maybe we they thought you were ugly. Maybe they should have licensed the Farley name. And they'd be out of this whole thing, yeah. right? I'm just saying. And not in a van down by the river. Yeah. Now, we know that people can be jerks on social media in all of its forms. Usually it's Twitter, but sometimes it's Instagram. People can be totally holes on Instagram. I thought Instagram was kind of like the last bastion I did, too. I thought it was media. a safe zone, but apparently yeah. not. Next thing you know, Snap. It's going to be called Snap Judgment. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, that's a really good uh, NPR uh, Yeah, I show. love Snap Judgment. <laughs> yeah. The guy's from Detroit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so good. Love it. Uh, so poor Kelly Marie Tran, who starred in Star Wars The Last Jedi. Mm -hmm. uh, there she is. She had most of her scenes with Finn and her character Rose. And it was the first time that an Asian-American woman was a big main character in a right. Star Wars movie. Well, people would argue that the co-pilot of the Falcon in Jedi was kind oh, of an Asian. Oh, the way they, the yeah, creature creation, The way yeah. they looked, he was kind of Asian. And then in Solo, the guy with extra arms, he kind of looked Asian too. Okay. But he had a kind of like a Brooklyn outer borough accent. So strange. <laughs> but we're, I, we're just talking about a human, right. an actual human in the movies. Right. And, this is what kind of really irritates me about the last couple of Star Wars movies and, um, you know, uh, Rian and <laughs> Rian, what's who was the director of The Last Jedi? Rian jo was it Johnson? Ryan Johnson. Johnson. Okay. And Mark Hamill actually tweeted about this. Is they, they basically called the very vocal uh, component of the Star Wars fan base mm -hmm. man babies. Really? Which I would honestly, I would agree because there's a huge component of science fiction fans mm -hmm. uh, and comic book fans who are just that. They're man babies. But the last couple um, iterations of Star Wars and uh, the new Star Trek Discovery, people were pissed that there were so many female characters. They were irritated. Well, that and, was what was surprising know. to me about this. I mean, they were making racist comments to her, but then also were just upset, as you say, because it was a girl character. Right. People and, were pissed that Finn was black. And Daisy Ridley, same thing, because it's a lady. Mm -hmm. She shut down her social media, I think, in 2016. And then right. for um, Miss Kelly Marie Tran had to shut right. everything down. And I, she actually didn't. She just took all of the posts that she had, she like wiped it. But right. I think she sort of still left it in place. But like all of these women who were in Star Wars basically had to just yeah. wash their hands of it because right. the fans, which some of the fans are saying, it's not all of us, we're not all jerks like that. But 
it was so intense for so many months in a row. She was like, I can't. Right. I just can't anymore. It's ter- and you know what? And I hate to stereotype, but it is. You know who's doing this? It's the guy that's. It's it's Michael Rotondo, basically. <laughs> the thirty-year-old living, 30 in, his year old living in his parents' basement. He's got long hair, <laughs> one suit, and it's even the colors are like ten years out of date and stuff like. That's the guy that's doing it, you know. Oh, I, it just sucks oh. that you can't even. Because her posts were all sweet and yeah. positive and nice, and, and you her can't... character was positive. Yes, <laughs> and sacrificial. Okay, I'm and... just gonna throw this out there, being Asian myself. Okay. Watch out, haters! What'll happen is one day you're gonna get a knock on your door. Some some dudes with no pinkies and really nice black oh. cars are gonna come in and f you up. Just saying. Wow. That or is... or um, Raiden. You know, did you ever see uh, Big Trouble Little China? The the guy with the rice hat on with lightning will just drop out of the sky <laughs> and roast your ass. Don't mess. Don't mess. Do not. Bruce Lee will dig his way out of his grave and F you up. Although, speaking of death and hating, uh, there were a couple of kids who wrote an obituary for their mom who passed away at the age of 80. And uh, people were surprised that it was allowed to even be printed in the paper because this thing takes a turn. It was for a woman named Kathleen Demlo. And much like this tweet shows, Paragraph one, you're good, we're good, we're like normal things, yeah. like, oh, this is when she was born, then she, you know, grew up and, and then got it gets married dark. and had two children. And then right in the middle of the obituary, it explains that, and then she had a child with her husband's brother and bailed on her other two kids and left them abandoned and they had to be raised by her husband's parents. And then uh, it says at the end, she will now face judgment and will not be missed by her children, Gina and Jay. Mm. And they understand that this world is a better place without her. Which, Dave, I need you to buy another domain, um, obituariesforbadpeople.com. We're going to start, because I mean, real, real obituaries, I think, need to take the place. Because, you know, people just walk on eggshells when somebody dies. I mean, we're going to describe them the right way. So-and-so was an alcoholic, you know, he owed me money, you know, that bastard deserved it. Come on. Yeah. That's, I think, where our society is going. Too much honesty? Yeah. Just just be honesty is, you know. It's the best policy? It, it is. <laughs> okay. Now, some other people are sad about the death of a company, and that company is Toys R Us. Mm. It was, there was a guy that was trying to do like a GoFundMe or raise money, do a Kickstarter, Jumpstart, something. He was trying to raise money so that he could actually salvage Toys R Us. Right. It's not going to happen, so far as I know. And so at the Toys R Us headquarters, they're just selling everything right. in the headquarters. It almost goes! Ceiling to floor, take it all. And one of the things that they are selling is the Jeffrey Giraffe mascot. And people are livid Uh they are crying about the jeffrey giraffe mascot being sold off someone saved jeffrey not jeffrey someone said why aren't you giving this to a children's hospital what are you doing just selling it online it's terrible you know what i mean the the child in me which is around quite a bit yeah is um is really sad about this i'm almost in mourning because Toys R Us was kind of like a magical place where you could go and have your parents deny you what you wanted. And <laughs> now you can do it in a number yeah, of stores. Yeah, now you can stores. do it in Walmart because they're so inexpensive. <laughs> and, you know, the writing was on the wall when FAO Schwartz, who was then owned by Toys R Us, yeah. kind of kicked it. And 
now, you know, just the magic is gone. Well, I feel like a lot of people are just moaning about the loss of Toys R Us, but where were you when they needed the money right. and the cash? You're yeah. crying over a piece of your childhood and the nostalgia, but you're not crying hard enough that you're actually yeah. going to get in there and help them, you know, yeah. keep the business going. Yeah, so. you primed that turtle sandbox <laughs> with the shell lid. <laughs> Idiots. When when you're looking up uh, stories and where you're looking for information for them, sometimes you find things on the internet that are just an absolute gift. Mm. And I did not know this was out there, but while looking up things about people that were sad about Jeffrey Giraffe and Toys R Us, mm. I realized that some brilliant person on the internet took the part of the one of the Fast and the Furious movies where in the end Vin Diesel sort of says goodbye to the memory of Paul Walker. Right. And they take out Paul Walker and they put in Jeffrey Giraffe. Oh. So enjoy Vin Diesel being very sad about losing Toys R Us. Thank you. <laughs> the internet is this magical machine. Sometimes. I mean, we <laughs> talked about how it allows jerks to be even more heightened jerks, but sometimes it gives us gifts like right. that. Uh. Now, there are other companies that are still doing well and adapting to the future is now. Yes. And one of those companies is Hot Wheels, Love Joe, it. and I know you are so oh excited God. about this. Uh, yeah, this story was my pick. Yes. I just, I'm like, oh my God, we're going to talk. You don't understand. Oh the dirty thing, oh. the thing. And then you're going to be able to oh. film when your car goes around the loop. Oh. Yes, uh, Toys R Us has come up with their Hot Wheels Zoom In, which is a toy car that has an attachment for holding a GoPro. Oh, so choice. Because every little boy, bar none, who has ever seen or touched a Hot Wheel car, you have jumped it off of stuff. You'd make it try to go upside down in the loop-to-loop -loop track, most of the time unsuccessfully. You would try to throw it at somebody. You would try to flush it down the toilet. You would try to blow it up with fireworks. <laughs> now you can record all of that for posterity. <laughs> right? Yes, you can. Yes, they have collaborated with um, GoPro, and actually, they started doing some testing on it, and it, it does, it can work, but sometimes, depending, because there's two different kinds of GoPros that you can click in there, mm. it, because of the weight of it, it might have some trouble fully right. getting around, but that's what you want to film, is well, when it actually goes through right. the loop part. It, they're, they're trying to convince you to buy the GoPro, because I have both of the GoPros, I have one like that. Do you? And I've got the big square one, so, <laughs> yes. <laughs> So good. It is so, so good. good. I love it. Now, uh, when we get back on Pop That Culture, we've got a, a couple of things. One, uh, you can find out why Jodie Foster might actually be a little bit crazy. Mm. And two, uh, feral peacocks may mm. attack your car. And we will tell you why when we get back on Pop That Culture.
Want to stay informed, entertained, and enlightened? Get connected and stay connected today to New Radio Media. The New Radio Media app is now available for download in the Apple and Google Play Store. Just search for NRM Streams for unlimited access to archived, live, new, exciting, and unique content. Welcome to Geektainment Weekly. All for free. Do it now. Stay connected. And action. And millions of ducks. You guys go to newradiomedia.com. The Arts and Entertainment Channel on New Radio Media. Dot. What's going on in your neighborhood? They say it takes a village. It's the simple things. The things that are a testament to the old. The things that are a testament to the new. Know what's going on in your community. Check out our community channel on newradiomedia.com. It's all about you, and that's the way we like it. Where you're going. What you do to stay fit. What you're eating. What you're thinking. And how you're feeling. Join the conversation at newradiomedia.com's Lifestyles channel. Stream the life you want to live. And when the seatbelt sign goes on, you know you're not alone. Welcome back to Pop That Culture. There is a new movie coming out this mm. Friday called Hotel Artemis, mm. and it kind of looks kick-ass. Yes. Have you seen the trailers for it? Well, I know that Drax the Destroyer is in it. He is. Mm. Yes, Dave Bautista yeah. is uh, in the movie. Go Filipinos. And Filipino forever. <laughs> you should come up with it. I mean, this is taken for Wakanda. Yeah. What would be a better, like, Filipino? The same Filipino? thing, but with shoes. <laughs> or, you know, the, here's, the, here's the thing. If you have any Filipino friends, I'm dead serious about this. Okay. When you walk into the house, you're guaranteed at least two things when you walk into a Filipino house. Good. No, three. Take my shoes off Take and good food? Take your shoes off. And the good food is, that's a given. Yeah, yeah. That's, and that, most ethnic households, the okay. food is awesome. Yeah. There will be a big wooden spoon and fork somewhere <laughs> on the wall. I am dead serious. And then there will be some rendition, big or small uh, or both, yeah. of The Last Supper. Oh, okay. Yes. So keep an eye. Next time you go over Stephanie's house, just take a right. look. Yes. But you don't have one. Oh, no. That's because my, my family's only half Filipino. <laughs> oh, yeah. so. Right. You're like, I would like to have classy artwork. Right. I would like, Mom, no, I don't need the big spoon fork. <laughs> Not for me. But yes, Dave Bautista is in this new movie. And you would say that since he was you know, a wrestler mm. and he works out all the time, he's a rather large dude. He is. The guy's big. He's gigantic. He is uh, 6'3 and like 290 pounds. Mm -hmm. He is a hulking mass of a man. Right. Now, you would also say that Jodie Foster, petite. Yes. Small. Right. 
But on the first day of filming together for this new movie, Hotel Artemis, uh, she went up to Dave Bautista, looked him up and down, and she's like, you're not as big as I thought you would be. In fact, who's bigger? Liam Neeson. Ooh, because he's got a specific set of skills. Well, that and something else that is allegedly bigger than a lot of dudes, <laughs> too. That was the rumor yeah. in Hollywood. Yeah, he, go, he goes to John, Han John Hamville for, uh, for comparison. Right. So Dave Bautista thought, like, oh, she's just trying to help me. You know, she's in her character, and this is just an actory thing. Mm. And, and then he tried to talk to her at other times, and she just kept going at him. Relentless. Like, all throughout filming, talking about how he's not that big, he's not that tough, all this stuff. To the point where big hulking, hulking Dave Bautista is going and talking to other actors like yeah. Sterling K. Brown, like, What's the deal with Jodie yeah. Foster, man? She, she, is this real? Should I believe it? Are we okay? And right. And another component to this is that he was so excited to work with Jodie Foster. Well, yeah, she's it's a like, legend. Okay, acting bucket list. Do I get to work with Jack Nicholson? Do I get to work with Al Pacino? Do I get to work with Jodie Foster? She was Nell. Do I get to work with <laughs> Nell? Right? Do I get to work with the lady that lost her dad to the aliens? Do I get to work with her? Do I get to work with Freaky Friday, the original Freaky Friday? Yes, I do, was but, the answer to that question. Yes, but then he's let down because she's so mean to him. So she Daniel day lewis him through the movie where she apparently was just... I've never heard his name as a verb before. It's <laughs> fantastic. Just keeping that character going, um, keeping that character going. And so finally, after filming was done, he's like, well, now I can really talk to Jodie Foster <laughs> and ask her, like, you were just messing with me, right? Like, you don't really think Liam Neeson is bigger and tougher than me, right? And she just <laughs> laughed and would not give him... To this day, will still not give <laughs> give him a straight answer about what she thinks about him and his and his size. Uh, Jodie Foster is a size queen. Yeah. Who and knew? So so Batista's just like, well fine, contact sucks. <laughs> it's actually one of my favorite movies. Really? To this day. Yes. I love that movie so so much. The, um, a movie about like, you know, lenses that fix your vision that you can't see? I know well prior to LASIK oh. I was wearing contacts, so it's very close yes. to my heart. Amazing. Um, yeah, so if you think that Jodie Foster is tough and you don't want to meet her in a dark alley because she will mess you up, mm -hmm. um, you also don't want to mess with feral peacocks. No. That's like the hot tip of the day from this show. Right. Because they will F you up. Actually, what they will screw up is your luxury automobile. Mm -hmm. And particularly if it's a dark automobile right. and they can see their reflection in it. Right. So, you know, I'm thinking these are attacking Mercedes, BMWs, yes. Jaguars. Mm -hmm. Does the Hyundai Genesis count? <laughs> because some people don't think that the Genesis is really a true luxury automobile because it's a Hyundai. I happen to think it's one of the best values Do you? in automobiles today. That's good to know. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you get all you want out of a Lexus, but not at the Lexus price, <laughs> right? So this is happening all around Canada, and I just think mm. it's hysterical that there are, I mean, just, I'm just picturing gangs of feral peacocks. Right, just with like, bradors. <laughs> right. cars. Yeah. And you would think that they're super vain animals, because, you know, I mean, they're right. peacocks, and they do the thing, but they can't stand, they don't understand seeing their reflection, and they freak right. out, and so they start attacking well, the this car. Is, there was a wild turkey at some law office at Long Lake in Woodward that was doing the same thing. It was attacking, <laughs> people stopped going to this law office. Because of the turkey? Right. <laughs> yeah, I, so I think the next NHL expansion team, which I hope Canada gets another one. Yeah. You know, there's room, Dave, there's room for another okay, NHL. Right. Yeah, so the, the Quebec peacocks. The Quebec fighting peacocks? Yes. It's a, it's a ferocious Canadian animal, <laughs> right?
And, I uh, actually saw this happen. I was at the Detroit Zoo, and they have peacocks just wandering everywhere, uh -huh. out and about. And one of them walked up to the Arctic gift shop, which happened oh. to be, that particular one was closed down. And it only had debit, not cash. Oh. And so the lights were off inside the store, and so the the door became a mirror, basically. <laughs> and that peacock just stayed there forever, freaking mm -hmm. out, seeing its own reflection in the window. Right. So well, it can happen here, yeah, too. You can, you can fix this problem. You have to put a, a barrier in between the peacock and the thing that's reflecting back. Mm -hmm. So I think there is a huge market for peacock blocks that <laughs> would keep peacocks Yay! from attacking their reflections, right? Now we can end our show. Mm. We can safely hand it over to Craig Folly because yes. Joe this is the, brought you us know, the peacock This block. is like the relay race. We're handing Craig Folly the baton, and he's going to take you on a two-hour race, but not a marathon, through and, the world of current events and follydom. And follydom, yes. yes. And it's going to be fan-freaking-tastic. So mm. enjoy that, and then we will see you tomorrow on Popback Culture.